A lamp to your feet and a light to your path, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. There's a party at Arsenal and Cavani rides again. It's Tuesday, 6th of October. I'm Marcus Bella. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Now. Hi, everybody. Yay. Oh, I was so excited. I was straining, straining to get to the show. Mm. And we have arrived, Andy. Is that because you were in front of Sky Sports News all day yesterday and well, you're, you're still full of Red Bull from with your, that? With your big yellow tie on. Actually, should I... I shouldn't say well. I should say well. Oh, yes, yeah, Sven was involved. He was on there. He looked like a graphics card um, demonstration. <laughs> he looked like he, they were showing off more pixels than ever before. He looked weird. <laughs> he looked like a turtle crawling out of his shell. <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit shell. like in, in Red Dwarf where the ship's computer just used to be a flat Floating yeah, head. head, yeah, Holly. Because I, th- I think he must have he must have been wearing like a, a I guess a black roll neck. Mm. <laughs> it look, hides a multitude of sins, Andy, as we all know from our teenage years. He has, <laughs> has he sinned before? Do you think? I don't know. <laughs> what, what was that tweet you got, Marcus? <laughs> Do you want me to, Andy? Go on, go on. Oh, what was the tweet? Oh, I can't believe you. I think it was a, it was a, it was a ramble listener. Uh, I think his name's John Bull. It was the angle, wasn't it? It was very much the angle. Yes, there was, there was an angle. Sort of, it was like Sven's. It was sort of an angle from below, right? Yes. Slightly. Mm. Uh, and and this chap uh, uh, tweeted saying, uh, "This interview is basically giving all of us the view of Sven that many many partners have enjoyed." <laughs> <laughs> it gave me a huge. It, it's a different sort of perspective of his face you can kind of see it a little bit <laughs> it's my uber here <laughs> first half good come on hey come on hey yeah none of that none of not in front of the new chairman of the residence association andy brassel andy brassel ladies and gentlemen he just got an email as just before the music started rolling he is the new chairman of his residence association what is going to be your first point of business your point of order as chairman but can i just jump in here by the way because andy you know he announced that do not interrupt the chairman well the chairman who said well i didn't want to do it but nobody else wanted to do it (laughs) that's a man to elect that's democracy mate I think so. That's exactly how it works uh-huh. these days. Mm. Go on then. What are you going to say? Well, I will be having a Thomas Partey oh. to start off. Oh, nice. Because I think they've, they've used that joke on Skype and on every sports radio show Andy, I even quite used it on consistently the, I over the last one. Intro, intro for this as well, isn't, just isn't to kind of his, prove a point. Isn't his introduction to, uh, to people, yes. um, I'm party, not Fiesta. Yes. As, it's like, <laughs> oh, that's even worse than any joke anyone's made about your name, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, but I think he gets there. Yeah, Thomas Muller's saying, I'm not having that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think, um, oh, wouldn't it be nice if uh, Thomas Muller signed for West Ham? Muller and Rice? Mm. Has anyone thought of that? I love it. I love it. If they haven't, they should have done. Mm. Um, Be good on corners. (laughs) They would. (laughs) Bit of crunch in there. Um, Yeah, I think that uh, Arsenal have signed someone that they they need. Arteta, right? Mm. What a thought that is. In my mind's eye, Arsenal haven't had that kind of you know, commanding, uh, calm, intelligent, disciplined midfielder since Patrick Vieira. I mean, I know there's been a few. I mean, Song, you could argue, and one or two others. What are you saying about Granite Xhaka? Well, that he's not that player. No, he's not. And that's unfair when people pin that on him. That's why he got so upset that time. I'm not a defensive midfielder, is what he actually was shouting at the crowd. But party, what a signing, Andy. 
Yeah, it really is. And um, I, I know people will talk about, you know, organised clubs don't leave it to the last day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They knew but... they could get him at any moment, didn't they? <laughs> well, well, that, Pay that... the money and you'll get the player. But... <laughs> I think that was the difficulty. They they didn't have the money. They had a lot of financial mm. deck chairs to shift. And I think of, you can be critical of a lot of clubs for mm. leaving stuff to the last day, but a lot of clubs who you wouldn't expect to leave it to the last day have left it to the last day mm. because there's been a lot of shifting around of numbers yeah. in this particular window more than mm. any other. And you, you look at, say, Barcelona, hanging on to try and sign Memphis Depay on the final day. Oh, Andy, you love that. Trying to, trying to kick out, like, anyone mm-hmm. who would go giving Rafinha a free transfer uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and seeing it, seeing if that would, would contribute towards it, obviously because Usman Dembele and Manchester United didn't work out. It meant they couldn't get, get Memphis in. So I, I don't think we can be massively critical of Arsenal leaving it till this last moment. I'm not critical at all. I think they've made a great signing. Mm. It doesn't matter when they, you know, a goal in the 89th minute is still the same as in the 55th minute, Andy. Well, not if you're 4-0 down. Uh, well, I didn't uh, give you that much context. Um, it's a brilliant signing. Peter it angered Diego Simeone, apparently, because, of course, the way it works out in the Liga, if you meet the um, the, the, the release clause mm. fee, which was £45 million, Get it in the Western Union. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you get your 5%. Then uh, you don't need to actually deal with Atletico Madrid, which I think sounds quite mad. I think that's good. You look, you've got nothing to do with them. They've, they've set a price. Well, it does have something to do with them. Clearly, He's their player. <laughs> yeah, clearly peer-reviewed by the league. Yeah. Presumably, presumably they have to submit that uh, fee to the league mm. uh, for them to uh, broker that deal but yeah. I, I th- but then you do sort of think um, um, kind of signings are, are way more with like rights issues and stuff like that it was way more complicated than they ever used to be so how can you just sort of go it's 50 million bang there you go yeah well I, th- I thought it was true. I mean <laughs> the, the, apparently Simeone was very angry he didn't want to let go of the players there has been a quote attributed to him which I'll leave it up to you, ladies and gentlemen, if you think this is true or not. Um, right. I haven't seen too many credible uh, outlets going with it. Um, I'm going to destroy Arsenal. I'm going to get their cannon and shove it up their ass. Wow. <laughs> Do you yeah. think he said that? Well, the thing about shoving a cannon up someone's ass is that's yeah. the second worst thing that's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah, you thought that was bad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. They, but they did seem to sort of want other players before um, before party, didn't they? They just seemed to sort of like, oh, we wanted who are, and, and, and a couple of others, um, who are the Cornish farmer that I, <laughs> that I know. Um, and, and, uh, and they just sort of went, well, well, look, we've got to the end of this uh, particular journey with these other players, couldn't get them in, and, mm-hmm. and just sort of brought glass for, for party, so to speak. I know, but I, I honestly, Andy, I think this, he's such a good player. He's that type of player that Arsenal have lacked so much yeah. at times. Honestly, I, I, am I being stupid here? I, no, I, was, I don't was, think so. There was one or two others, wasn't there? But Arsenal fans always used to say, get a bloody defensive midfielder. Now, mm. he's more than a defensive midfielder. I mm. understand that. But that commanding presence... Uh, you know, as I say, sees the game, reads the game, positional discipline. And they've, all wanted, these him, kind of they've wanted him for years. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> and he's young as well, got a great engine on him. All, he's a complete footballer. Um, I, I'm struggling in the last 10 years to think of how many players like that they've had in the centre of the pitch. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think the fact that he's not just a blocker, that mm. he's, he's someone who can who, who's really great on the ball, mm-hmm. um, has got a range of passing, can dribble the ball out. All of that stuff is super important. And so someone who can really just set the tempo for Arsenal, I, I think that's, that's something that they really, really need. Um, obviously, the, the Awa deal sort of disappeared because A, they didn't really have the money. They clearly never had the money to do mm-hmm. to do both. Um, I think that was pretty plain. Also, um, Awa got a 
a little call from Zinedine Zidane last week oh, saying, he? I can really imagine you playing at Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> not, not this year, yeah, yeah, but yeah. maybe next year. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, I think I, think I might stay home for a little bit more. Yeah. Which, which you can understand. But but Partey is, is, is going to be terrific for, yeah. for, for Arsenal, I think. Obviously, there's going to be that strange um, cultural swap where he's been... Thomas for the whole time mm-hmm. is in um, is in Spain and now he's going to be Partey and so pr- probably probably people will refer to Partey and he'll go who's that yeah mm. uh, well, he, he, he will remember his surname though I think Andy yeah but he's never referred to as that I see Brassel well uh, <laughs> Lucas Torreira has gone the other way I think that's a lovely signing for Simeone you could imagine him going yes a little a little tough Uruguayan that's just a ticket for me and my style but apparently he was saying to Torreira come here you'll play with Mm. Thomas Partey and so on, and it's, it's not happening. I mean, I think the, the for Atletico, the way the deal's unfolded is really important. You talked about them depositing the money with La Liga, depositing the clause with La Liga, mm-hmm. because rather than accepting the bid, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a hostile takeover. Right. They've, they've had this clause paid. What it gives Atletico is 30 days extra to buy another player, Martin Brathwaite style, mm. from another La Liga club, which is probably where they would have got the replacement mm-hmm. anyway. So they've they've got this they've got this joker to play, and you know you look and at righteous this... indignation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's important as well. I, I think which powers the... a lot of that club. I was about yeah. to say, yeah, <laughs> marvelous stuff. Well, um, we went from one Uruguayan to another gentleman, Edison Cavani. Mm. He's at uh, Manchester United. See, I quite liked his um, the comments he was making. I look forward to continuing to write my little story inside of the book of football. And I know that's why my focus has to remain the same as always. Work, work, work. I have had a conversation with the manager and this has increased my desire to wear this beautiful shirt. <laughs> oh, Peter. He's what a, a man. He's, a be- he's got a beautiful body to put in that beautiful shirt. I he looks after himself. Mm. He certainly does. Let's uh, hope he's more of a Zlatan than any other footballer they've bought. Well, yeah, some people... <laughs> some people <laughs> at that age. Some people <laughs> compared his arrival to Ibrahimovic's um, sort of influence, although one can look at that as with rose-tinted specs. Obviously, Ibrahimovic scored a fair few goals there and they won a treble, uh, according to Jose Mourinho. They did win three trophies, mm. the community shield was on there. Um, but, but Ibrahimovic, he was accused sometimes of maybe holding up the play too much, you know, not being in, in the flow of, of the, the pace of the Premier League. That sh- shouldn't be labelled at Cavani, knowing the engine that he still has, despite being 33. No, I th- and I think that's it. Uh, you could argue that he's still in the, the, the back end of his peak. Really, mm. um, he's a player who. We'll be saying that when he's his... thirty-six, though, won't we? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he, he had some a few difficulties last season, but that was more, I think, personnel-based. He had a few little niggling injuries, but mm. no, nothing to to worry about. I wonder if the break has actually done him a lot of good, really, because of course, as we've seen, he's been like horse riding and doing ballet and all that mm. sort of <laughs> stuff since. It's an interesting preseason, That's right, yeah. But I think the fact that he's had a preseason. A bit like Leroy Sane at Bayern, which just gives him quite an advantage, possibly. I mean, people will say maybe he's out of Nick. Maybe he is out of Nick. Maybe he will need a little time to get up to match fitness. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that he's been not playing football since March does maybe give him a bit of an edge over, over these guys. It'll be interesting to see how it works out. But I think with this, obviously a lot of people have said, well, you know, this is symptomatic of... United's disorganisation. They just take someone who's been offered to them, really, mm-hmm. and um, someone someone who's free. The thing is, I think it can be symptomatic of their poor transfer policy 
and yet a and good thing good. for them. I, I it can be agree. both. Yeah, well, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a shit show at Manchester United at the moment. However, the fans will love him. Yeah, of I, course I, they will. I mean, he he runs like a dog. It's incredible. Yeah, and 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 also th- th- that different option up front as well is something that they've probably missed. Three hundred and forty-one goals from five hundred and fifty-six games for PSG. Now I know they play in a farmers' league. Quite frankly, as you know, you want to see how football should be played. You know, just watch last weekend's action in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I, Tim Vickery said he's almost like a box to box striker, which I which I quite like that, that mm. description. But the big question is, Peter, that we know that he used to enjoy horseback riding, as right. they call it in America, uh, around the kind of countryside outside of Paris. Will he be able to find that in in the Greater Manchester area? Oh, there's pl- there's plenty of fields. Mm-hmm. Ride your horse over the Pennines, love Cheshire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the answer is yes. Then yes, he will. Right, okay. I think there's there's even a little bit of space around Old Trafford itself. You know, you yeah. Oh, up, no, hotel football, Andy. Pick, pick, pick up something from Lou Macari's fish and chip <laughs> shop, and then uh, like rock round. up, rock up to the players' entrance yeah. on his steed. I can see it. There is something quite glorious when you see. You know, a horse. Like usually, it's police on a horseback. Well, in fact, it's always police on a horseback when you see a horse in an urban dwelling. And if it's not, then you've got to question what's going on. Mm. But there would be something Cavani top off riding through the streets of Manchester. There's a couple. Of, there's a couple of horse. There used to be a couple of horses in like front gardens where I used to live. And I, I, bet, I mean, I bet there was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were they were in front of walls that they could just easily just step over, which I didn't really understand. But well, they just sort of stay there. Well, it's just like park up the horse in the front garden. Yeah, it's like the Wild West in well, article. <laughs> <laughs> the wild northeast. Yeah. Did you ever have a go? Did you ever take it for a spin? I've 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 uh, ridden a horse uh, once or twice. I've uh, and t- if I'm completely honest with myself, yeah. I think I'm quite good at it. Do you know what? I think it's, I think I think if you get a good disciplined horse, I've been thrown off a horse in my time, believe you me. Uh, um, oh, and it's the horse's fault. Yeah. Is that is what you're saying? Oh, yeah. I regret what I did, Andy. No, it was the horse's fault. Um but horse oh, galloping on a horse. There's nothing more. Um, it's absolutely magnificent. Mm, that's fine. Absolutely magnificent. Uh, Alex Tellis has also gone to Manchester United, mm. Andy. Uh, yeah, we thought that Porto might do it. Well, I thought Porto might do an absolute number on them. But, but it seemed to be a fairly reasonable price, I suppose. Yeah, which they could probably have got away with paying two weeks ago and avoided a lot of pain <laughs> in the meantime. Yeah, well, but, could have um, that Luke Shaw kick out. <laughs> oh. For example, why deny him the opportunity to go out in a blaze of glory, <laughs> Peter Sinners? He'll be very much Manchester United's second choice left back for, from this point onwards. Um, Alex Tellis is great. Um, I think the fact that he's come up the hard way mm. in, in European football, because it didn't go well for him at, at Inter when he originally came mm. over. He's come up through Galatasaray Porto, where he's, he's, he's really loved. He's a great leader. He's had to graft, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. And he's, he's someone who offers them great options, I think, in, in terms of delivery. He'll get involved in the attack, which is what they've really needed from their their fullbacks so I think as well you look at the sort of delivery he'll be able to give Cavani mm-hmm. immediately yeah. that looks yeah. like a, a terrific combo it does um, Chris Smalling of course some people were saying well could he get a shout playing at that Man United back line but he's gone to Roma I'm glad about this because he seems very happy there yeah yeah, we're all agreed. <laughs> I thought you were going to carry on there. Yeah, no. Well, it's, just, it's just great to see. Well, he's, yeah, just, he's see. just released this tweet, actually. Oh, go on. Just as... Um, saying I'm not happy. <laughs> he's he's, he's <laughs> miserable. It's a dreadful mistake. <laughs> I can't believe I've done this. <laughs> I know they had vegan day, but I've just gone over the top. Go on. Um, I arrived last summer, and although temporary at the time, I knew instantly it would be my permanent home. Oh, Cannot oh. wait to get started again. The journey continues. Enjoy the ride. And there's this um, little sort of... Uh, film beneath that accompanies the tweet of of him 
uh, doing lots of defending. First one, tackle on Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, yeah. Nice. Start, start big. There you go. That's at the front of the brochure, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I... I, I Piccola Ling, I presume it'll be called now. I beg your pardon. Piccola, isn't that a small in Italian? Piccola? Uh, yeah, Piccola-ling. it definitely means something. <laughs> um, we need we need an, uh, an Italian speaker. I, I Yeah, I, I think it's a lovely move. I'm very pleased for it. I mean, come on. Like, how old is he? 30. Mm. He's he obviously started at Fulham... Then he went to Manchester United, and uh, it's, it's been on the. If you're a player who's out of sorts and you think, "Oh, where am I going to go? Can I go to like a sort of middling Premier League side or something like that?" Which obviously isn't a bad option. Go, go to the Eternal City. Do you know what I mean? Go to Rome. Yeah. Have a lovely. It's just glorious. And he's totally rebuilt his reputation there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He, he was. He was one of the best defenders in Serie A last season. He was. He was absolutely fantastic. Other clubs in Serie A were were, were interested in him as well. But yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's it's pretty fantastic, isn't it? And of course, if, well, you, if you're 30 and you arrive in Serie A, they'll the, the probably job. call you one of the kids. <laughs> yeah, job, jobs are good. Um, his former club, Fulham, Andy, I mentioned them just a second ago. Mm. They've made a couple of signings. They've made a couple and of signings. And one of them's got an acronym. And <laughs> Ruben Loftus-Cheek on loan. That's a nice one. I'm very happy yes. about that, if, if I'm mm. honest with you. Yes. Uh, Fulham are <clears throat> very pleased with themselves. They're, uh, they're the official uh, Fulham Football Club uh, Twitter tweeted out the pictures of the, the new siding saying, we didn't really sleep much, did you, smiley face? And I was like, well, I, I mean, it's not Gerard Piquet, but still, it's, you know, <laughs> I mean, don't, don't overdo it, lads. But yeah, I think Ruben Loftus-Cheek's a decent signing. Yeah, he is. And, and Gerard Piquet's carpet slippers would get ever so muddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Bearing in mind how Fulham have gone so far this season. And it would be an um, absolute nightmare. Uh, RLC is, is going to be really, really good for them. I'm hopeful that that is the case. Mm. I mean, it, it just needs to to play. Clearly, he's got fitness issues. And mm-hmm. the only way they're going to they're gonna get we're going to get a decision on whether he's up to mm-hmm. to playing f- top level football on a, on a on a regular basis is 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 seeing him out there and Fulham will lean on him they will and uh, i mean Fulham they obviously lost 1-0 on the weekend but it was much better i know it's still a loss and, and so on but they're playing a better side I never made it that far in match of the day too oh, did you know? perfectly honest <laughs> I think people <laughs> too much was happening I think that's probably breaking news for some people that there was <laughs> yeah. a game between Wolves and Fulham on the weekend so. and only <laughs> one measly goal yeah boring I know sorry about that it's the sort of score that a Fulham supporter would make up knowing that people <laughs> hadn't seen the end of match of the day too <laughs> well they lost one nil do we get a point for that um, but yeah so uh, they were they were a bit better Adam Ola Lookman oh, he's, oh what a player he, mm. he could be great, you know. Um, they've also uh, uh, signed um, uh, Joachim Anderson from Lyon. Do you know much about him, Andy? Uh, y- yes, and Thank you know, you. I'd like to. You know, some sometimes we all like to be a bit sniffy and pretend we're above transfer deadline yeah. day, mm. don't we? I'm not one of those people actually, because I think that as a football supporter, what sustains you mm. is hope, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> the hope that <laughs> and the, that the, the the next player you sign might not let you down. Mm. Um, the next week's performance might be slightly better Andy, than last week. Go on, just tell me the truth. What's happening? <laughs> you don't rate him, do you? Last last <laughs> night when the news popped through to my phone that uh, Joachim Anderson had signed for Fulham I might have done a little fist pump did you? Oh, lovely it's a good signing well no because he's leaving Leon <laughs> I'm a Leon sympathiser unbelievable unbelievable what, a, what an absolute he sold you an absolute kit by there he did yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Ruben Loftus' Cheek's mum is called Juliet Cheek 
And when I think, oh, the cheek of, oh, the Juliet cheek of it. <laughs> oh, the Juliet cheek of Andy Brassel. Well, I think Anderson's, I think he's a brilliant player. And I think Leon are now going to get relegated. He and looks, stay up. he looks wonderful. And also, he was, he was very, he was very, very good for, for Sampdoria, which is why they've been trying to there flog him back to a Serie A club exactly. for the last couple of months. But the fact is, he came in as a club record signing. Um, he's not adapted. He's been a bit, Ponderous, a bit slow. All right, Andy. A lot right, of okay. unforced all right, errors. All right, all right, all right. Fine. I'm looking forward to him. Go, go for a cup of tea if you want, Marcus. I would love to. They've also <laughs> signed uh, Tosin Adara Bayoyo from Manchester City, which was an interesting one. They got in quite late. So mm. they've, they've, they've made a few signings there, Fulham. My goodness, they, 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 they needed bodies. They though, do they? need something, Peter. Mm. They do need uh, something. What did you think of Theo Walcott returning to Southampton, Peter? He said when he goes back there, it's a club that means a lot to him. He said he might cry. Yeah. On the bench again. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's not really what you want to hear. <laughs> I want to play football. You don't go to Southampton now. You're 31, mate. <laughs> Nathan Redmond's not going to let you left, the team. Yeah. <laughs> You've had injuries. I don't know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a... Oh, it's a I good signing, isn't it's a, it? Well, it's a it's an emotional signing, maybe. Yeah. He'll he'll probably do what he did at Everton, play the, the first 10 games quite well and then just fall off a cliff, really. Well, if they my... can... If 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 he um, if they can secure him on a longer deal mm. or a permanent deal, then uh, then who knows? I mean, maybe after you know, if Gareth Bale can't cut it for Spurs, they bring them both back. <laughs> yes, you know, inverted wingers. Like it. A lot of goals there. But it, yeah, but it is going to, is it going to be, is he going to be just covering kind of, covering um, full back positions? Is, is that what his, his kind of natural um, kind of um, no, development think, as a... I think he's, he's, only, he's only 31, Walcott. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's his injuries have kind of I know, ruined his pace. He's still bit. got potential though. Well, he? maybe, maybe <laughs> that's, maybe that's the thing. I mean, if, if you're thinking that the pace is going, mm. maybe he's just a backup to Danny Ings. Well, quite possibly. I yeah. mean, he's, he's a good enough finisher, isn't he? I yeah. think. I think Walker. He's still got something to offer. He's only thirty-one mm. still. He's not playing much at Everton, and and, and the, well, but is he going to play out wide, or is he, or is he going to, you know, cover? Well, I think cover he gives him an option, does, doesn't Easy. he? He does give them an option, and I think a club like Southampton, I think, I think he'll, I think mm. he'll do all right there. I, th- I think it's fair play. I'm more worried about Jack Wilshere, to be perfectly honest. Talking of potential, <laughs> yeah. I know he's had his contract uh, cancelled by mutual agreement. It's it's a MLS situ- apparently is it. Is that where he's going? I just, you think to Wilshire that he's never really got going. I mean, he's had mm. sort of periods and all. Uh, you know, he, he he wrote a sort of an open letter, didn't he, um, to the fans uh, sort of explaining the situation. And I know Declan Rice tweeted, you know, gutted. It was a privilege to get to train and, and play with you, mate. You're going to be massively missed. I did quite like Hitchin Town said, if you need somewhere to keep fit while well, you need to find a new club, we're in the market for a 28-year-old creative midfielder from Hitchin. You know where we are. Which Jack Wilshire <laughs> replied, see you tomorrow. What time? Don't need to be getting fined on day one. I mean, at least there's a bit of self-awareness there. That's all I'm saying. My goodness, yeah. It's a funny one with Wilshire. I mean, where you think MLS would be a good move? Uh, no, I don't think it would be, but I think no, he was quite he, physical it, and fast. Serie yeah. <laughs> so A, Andy, surely. It's, it's hard to see any sort of club doing anything more than a, a very short-term contract on him. Mm. Um, Is it, uh, he's going to have to take a massive pay cut. Okay. It was he on 100 k or something uh, like that? It's just... That's untenable for a player with his, minutes, with his record. Minutes to pounds. <laughs> it's, it, it doesn't look good. <laughs> what was kind of the saddest thing is seeing people tweeting out he, the, the highlights, the little showreel mm. of him for Arsenal against Barcelona. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, how long ago was that now? Yeah, you know, it, was, it was a while ago. Yeah. The thing is, but the, th- the thing with, with Wilshire, there was so much hope 
wasn't there that, that Wilshire was this very talented, uh, a very slick sort of midfielder. That Something England, a bit different. England, England don't didn't really have, produce yeah. that much of. And then I think when it was Guardiola's Barcelona, I think Guardiola was in charge when they went there and obviously yeah. he played well and Guardiola said, oh yeah, we've got loads of players like him in our reserves or something like that, which was a bit snooty, I thought, <laughs> uh, at the time. Um, but that's always been the problem with Wilshire, really. I mean, I, I do obviously sympathise with his injury issues. They aren't his fault, but uh-huh. um, he, he has been cut and awful not a lot of slack Mm. and people have believed far too long because they wanted to believe like when he had that loan spell at Bournemouth and you're thinking oh that's good he's getting a bit of fresh air Mm -hmm. he's 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 playing regularly fresh air Uh, (laughs) is that what it's come great for the recovery (laughs) but but then after that you know he has five good games and people are saying he should get for Bournemouth and people are saying he should get picked for England again Mm. and that's really not done him any favours well Bournemouth are one of the destinations people are sort of touting a bit I think which would maybe make sense uh, yeah, forty-six game season. That'll sort him out, won't it? No, that's a point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, uh, the, the the conundrum remains, ladies mm. and gentlemen, where Wilshire should go next. By the by, the time we finish this show, he's probably gone to Manchester United. <laughs> there we are. All right, it's time for a quick break. I'm Martin Keown, and you're listening to Football Ramble. Yeah, maybe just one small bit. The football ramble. That'd be all right. Hi. I'm Martin Kean, and you're listening to the football ramble. I'm Martin Kean. Kean. <laughs> Forgot his own name. <laughs> Welcome back to the football, the football, the football ramble. ramble, the football ramble. Um, <laughs> not as good as the time Joe Kinnear did uh, yeah. one of those things when I, I asked football him. Football rambling. I said <laughs> football rumble. Football rumble. Football rambling. <laughs> is what he said. Couldn't remember his name and mm. the title of the show. Um, but there's a lot to remember in that sentence. Uh, right, it's time for some uh, correspondence. Of course, you can get in touch. Our email address is show at footballramble.com or you can tweet us at footballramble. And that's where we're going right now. A few people on Twitter have been getting in touch about mad things that they've heard being shouted at football matches. Brad, big bratty baby gets us off to a fine start slightly off topic because it was uh, a fan but when Joe Hart was at Birmingham a Wolves fan shouted Hart your name's an internal organ (laughs) (laughs) I like that yeah that's very enjoyable yeah um Alba Lifestyle said a lad we play fives with shouted at the ref your hair is shit straight red card in his (laughs) defence the ref's haircut was Was shit shit. (laughs) you can't be saying that to the ref Andy well how many refs have a great haircut? Mm. Mm. Or if they're doing their job correctly, do we simply not notice? That's yeah. true. In my league, there were two people. One, a policeman with a policeman's haircut and uh-huh. the world's oldest man. Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, did it for whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> is that actually the payment? Is uh, that to hand over a bottle? Well, it's 25 quid, which is a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> bottle of whiskey and a two quid acker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. One of my favourite things that a referee, uh, when when I was playing in a match, someone said, which game are you in charge? Uh, no, what did he say? What game are you watching, ref? The one I'm in charge of, which I thought was quite <laughs> nice. That was quite a good retort, that. <laughs> mm. uh, John Hyde has said, a guy I played football with at university would quote Alan Partridge as he beat opposition players. He was regularly heard saying, smell my cheese, Jurassic Park, and in off the red. I think that's wank. Mm, I don't yeah, like that. Poor. That is poor. a bit piss poor. Yeah. I played. I played with someone at once who, uh, when when he when he scored, said, "Eat that, eat that." <laughs> uh, my uh, the guy I used to play. Uh, he was our goalkeeper. Um, old Dave he used to when he used to take a bye kick he would and he had a good kick on him but he really had to like 
charge up and like put everything behind it. Mm. Some goalkeepers, they just sort of waft their foot at the ball mm. and it goes like yeah. on the opposition box. He did have that, but he really had to put everything into it. And when he ran up, older Ramble listeners will remember this, but he would run up and as he would hit it, he'd go, mega kick! <laughs> mega kick! <laughs> <laughs> which, was, which was mildly I'm enjoyable. Yeah, so at Football Ramble for that type of bants or of course a show at footballramble.com. Now, gentlemen, um, I'd like to turn our attention to Liverpool, if we may, or more or sort of accurately, uh, Zelko Buvac, uh, who is the reason uh, for Jurgen Klopp's success, apparently. He was once described as the brain by Klopp. Um, Buvac or Buvac, Andy? Buvac. It is Buvac. Uh, he claimed that Liverpool's success can be attributed to his role, which, uh, which is some claim. <laughs> well, um, he, you know, if you think about today, it is about self-promotion, isn't it? On social media, <laughs> in interviews... <laughs> With your shirt off, hanging out the, the first floor window of your house. Yeah, I think this was a proper interview. It wasn't like someone just reading through his Insta feed and going, oh, look, he thinks he's... Uh, yes. Well, he's now the sporting director at uh, Dynamo Moscow. But he Which left. is interesting in itself. Go on. Because people thought he was leaving Liverpool mm. so he could become director number one. Of, oh, mm. right. I see. And now he's just a muggy little sporting director. Well, he was uh, Well, he was uh, uh, reading up on him. He was uh, the manager of that um, that bit of... The Republic of Serbska, Serpsk- I think it's called, okay. in uh, in Bosnia Herzegovina, right. and uh, and it, it's the part of Bosnia that looks like it's hugging Bosnia. Okay, it's fascinating. And my goodness, it needs a hug. <laughs> um, it doesn't need more districts, I would say. That yeah, whole Yugoslav kind of area. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> something to debate. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I know what you mean. Well, he, he left Liverpool in 2018. Uh, it was a bit of a shame because he had a 17-year working record with. Jurgen Klopp mm. and he didn't congratulate Jurgen Klopp on their first title he said I, I, I didn't I was happy for Liverpool for the fans for the players but I didn't speak to Klopp he, yeah, think, this he, did, quite... he didn't he didn't congratulate him on Liverpool's first title yes that, that, that's, that's, that's what we should make clear right yeah yeah. He didn't speak to Klopp. He was he was happy for Liverpool. I think. Yes. But it's a bit of a shame because you know we all I think we all like Jurgen Klopp. He seems sort of very uh, nice and uh, and happy other than when they get humped. Uh seven two. But uh, it's just surprising that uh, that this has happened. It's sort of a bit of a Clough and Taylor sort of situation, Andy. Yeah, it is. It is, and it'd be interesting to see long term. I mean, clearly. Klopp's happy with his current arrangement with Pep Linders, but it was interesting because, like, I guess, long term, Klopp and Buvac watchers, mm-hmm. they'd fallen out <laughs> loads of loads watchers. of times, and you always assume when he left in April 2018, mm-hmm. you thought, oh, he'll just cool off and come back, yeah. and he never did. That, mm. That's that's been the surprise. Of course, we're, we're unlikely to ever know the. The total content of, of of what was said and and, and why he, it really fell apart. He's a good but. couple of decades older than his current the, the current people in his position at Liverpool right now, mm-hmm. isn't he? So he certainly picked some younger models yeah. <laughs> for his backroom staff. <laughs> well, indeed, <laughs> but I mean, it's not you know to to think that it is you know the success is just done down to one man is obviously it might be a little bit fanciful. I mean, yes, one you know someone like Klopp on his own can have a huge influence. What about Mr. Throins? Yeah, exactly. What about Mr. Throins? Well, they, they've got Mr. Throins in, haven't they? Mm. Uh, but it's but you know your backroom start is very important. But but it is quite something that he and was your chief assistant. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was so important as I say for seventeen years he worked with Klopp. But then since he's left, you know they have had unbelievable success mm. as well with that title win last year and obviously um, the, the the Champions League. So. He's obviously been important and his influence is still there, but uh, I mean, to suggest that it's all down to him might uh, 
Might be a little bit fanciful, Andy. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fair to say. Speaking of uh, former Liverpool men chipping off, uh, Dan Lovren uh, has been on Twitter. Mm. He was critical of some fans. I think he was trying to defend Joe Gomez. Uh, da- Dan Lovren should never be allowed on Twitter unless he's posting FaceTimes of himself and Mo Salah. Yeah. That's what we want to see. Everything else, but presum- probably best to leave it. Presumably he's exhausted all that material, though, by now. Well, Don't they speak to each other every day? Okay. Do they? I, suppose, I suppose after they've done the one about, oh, you've had a haircut. Yes, I have had well, a haircut. Well, they were good mates. Was it expensive? <laughs> yes, it was expensive. Yeah, I think, I think, we, we, I think we, we've had our fill of that sort of stuff. I haven't. <laughs> he was critical of fans saying, you will never understand football. He said to one fan, put first a tie on and then I can explain why you will never understand football. <laughs> it's and confusing. An, What's the tie thing for? I don't know. Dress me in, in your best suit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, put a tie on and then I'll explain why you don't understand football. <laughs> I mean, should there be some context to this? Maybe it's nah. in reference to the no, no, con- context I'm, is never good I'm on here. <laughs> Maybe he's been like, he's managing it. You know, you know, sometimes before people respond to people on Twitter, mm-hmm. they look at their bio. And maybe even their their little picture. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's done that. Maybe it's, <laughs> it's it's someone who looks like he's just stumbled out of a casino. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, he, he said to another supporter, "Go support someone else." Then what's he getting involved for? <laughs> like, stop being a silly sausage, lovers, for crying out loud. Um, to Turkey, gentlemen, did you see uh, Gaziantep have signed Kevin Morales? Um, well, we think they've signed Kevin Morales. We're quite sure of that. They put three pictures on their social media uh, announcing him, but one of those pictures was of Morgan Schneiderland. <laughs> does, 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 does Big Morgs know what's happening? Well, he's at Nice, isn't he? Which is a very different uh, accompaniment to your cup of tea, isn't it? So. <laughs> <laughs> Little Bicky. I think, I, think, uh, I, I think that he might have sort of said to the club, you said, is there something going on here? Um, but apparently the Turkish side, when, uh, when, when Big Kev was announced, they... Um, they they spelt out and baklava happy birthday. Oh, that's um, nice when, and delicious. When, yeah, exactly. Not yeah. not because you've signed for Gaziantep, therefore it's your birthday. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it sorry, was think, actually his birthday. I think that came <laughs> after. I think that came after. I should say he's not going to make weight. <laughs> we were talking You're about asking him. Is that why they're doing it? They're going to fill him up with baklava. He's going to turn up uh, overweight, and then they can dock him his wages. Ah, Maybe. easy. It's a strange way to try and make a bit of money, wouldn't it? Because they're always sort of paying. His... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, a Turkish club would never do something like that <laughs> because they frankly don't pay anyone. <laughs> oh, we were talking about baklava uh, before the show. If, you, if you're not familiar, it's those kind of um, sort of if North African, Middle Eastern uh, desserts, little sort of never, pastry things. If you've never indulged in the halva or the baklava, yeah. just if you've just walked past it in the supermarket, mm-hmm. even the supermarket versions, yeah. they are the greatest things ever to exist mm-hmm. it is true uh, better than a vegan gonna... pasty maybe oh, well. a vegan pasty maybe <laughs> I, I mean he's going to have one heck of an international break of course he doesn't play for Belgium anymore does he so no. he doesn't get picked for Belgium so he's just going to he's going to stuff it, himself with it, it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a glorious thought isn't it him in mm. a in a four star hotel yeah. you know Surfing for porn, stuffing away the club. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Don't himself, accuse him lining, of that. Andy. Lining his little, his little, um, a little kind of like collection of baklava up his like left and right <laughs> leg as he sort of just, <laughs> just pushes them into his mouth like Where? a like a horrible. Where did that accusation come from, Andy? What else do people do in hotels when yeah, they're, they're killing time? You are a disgrace, sir. Um, you did mention quite rightly about. Um, I could have said empty the minibar, but he's too professional. No, for that. exactly. No, that's fine. We're talking about him stuffing baklava in his gob. Baklava and self-lava. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Baklava through a balaclava. Mm. That would be a bit kinky. But Andy, you said about um, baklava, they've got green sugar 
on the top. Bit of pistachio. It's a pistachio. Yeah, a bit of pistachio yeah, exactly. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be put off by that. Yeah, it's because, not a health food. Because health food, guys. No, no, but you rightly said you can sometimes think of those desserts got a little bit of like coriander on them, which yeah, doesn't I, make any I, sense from from a distance. I, I reckon you know you're, you're sort of if you're selling it to yourself, you're going, yeah, it's probably one of my five a day. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, well, maybe Morales oh, will think that. Should we go to Finsbury Park? Get some bloody baklava, guys. Come on, yes, uh, come on. Yes. In a moment, Peter. First, we need to talk about Harold Redknapp. Mm. Oh, good. He thinks Spurs have a chance to win the league. I mean, it's like it's deadline day. We've got to mention Harry, haven't we? <laughs> haven't we? Him and uh, presumably he was talking to Jim White, uh, a friend of the Ramble. He was. Um, yeah, he was speaking on uh, Sky Sports. He th- I said, I think Tottenham are, in, are a danger to anyone in the division this year. Nice to, nice to hear the league referred to as a division. Mm. That's, it's very, it warms me cockles, that. Yes. Do we think Spurs have a chance? I mean, nobody seems to fancy it other than Everton this year. It, it feels to me like a slight bit of reaction off some weird results at the weekend. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, yeah. 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 yes, 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 okay. Um, but he wasn't sure about some of the signings and some of the dealings this transfer window, yeah, Andy. I, I, I don't know. It, what it, did he say? It was strange because he, he was in the studio for a very long stretch. Originally, it was yeah. it was him and Jamie who were in with last night with, with Jim White, mm. and and later it was it was it was it was just just Harry, I think, with Jess Creighton, who did a really good job on that mm-hmm. all day, mm-hmm. and um, they they were talking about the, the the collapse of this mooted move mm-hmm. um, for Tamori to on loan to West Ham, yeah, yeah, and um, I think at the time Sky were running with the story that um, that, that there'd been a loan fee. Um, paid to the agent. There'd been quite a substantial fee um, agreed to be paid to the agent. And Harry Redknapp all of a sudden just went, what? Why are they paying a fee to the agent for, <laughs> for a loan? <laughs> I, I think he'd simply found something to be outraged about because he'd mm. been in the studio for a really long time. It's it's a, I mean, it's a long shift, time. presumably, just sort of just yapping on about that all day. <laughs> is this going to happen? Oh, well, it hasn't happened. So the thing you said an hour ago doesn't make any sense. Mm. Oh, well, sorry, he's disgusted. Whatever. He's <laughs> disgusted. Yeah. Oh, uh, Andy, you mentioned uh, Le Keep before we came in. Come on, for Pete's sake. Literally yeah, for Pete's sake, I, I did. To... Well, it was it was brilliant because what what they did in Le Keep for the the morning after you like this, mm. Pete. They right. they talked they talked about um, what could happen next because of course they yeah. pointed out that it doesn't have to be finished. It doesn't no. have to be finished. Everyone, there are still players who are free agents who mm. could be signed. Some of those they should join a football team. Some they should of... bring, create their own side. There's a new Frenchman called Jacques Michel. is <laughs> 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 available. Is, is that what you're going to do next, Pete? A sort of Ali Dyer thing <laughs> where you're just going to recreate yourself as a Frenchman? Yes. Oh, you may have missed out but it's the, it's the day after the window's closed but you're in luck. You're in well, luck. Well, Celtic have bought a player who looks a little bit like me if I had cornrows which is very enjoyable. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think the Laxalt should have worn his reading glasses for, no, for saying just... feel you know <laughs> I like it feel my fire parkhead <laughs> <laughs> and I'll also do your accounts at the same time yes yeah. exactly but yeah the, the, some of the ones who are still free Lakeep mm. point out Yaya Sonogo mm. Johan Kabai come on Kabai. get them together it's, come it's on still, still available um, but they're also saying that this summer uh-huh. for, for the first time since 1990 the players union hasn't been able to organise this sort of training camp that they have for all these players who are out of contract and don't have a club so you know there's a bit of camaraderie they can keep fit and all the rest of it in the context as it says of the coronavirus epidemic and then it finishes off the little section by saying like every year Hatem Ben Arthur is ready to take up a new challenge (laughs) 
Why, yes. And he used his full title, Hatem Banafa, craziest skills ever, HD. <laughs> Pete Donaldson. YouTube.com forward slash Hatem Banafa, craziest skills ever, HD. Pete, he's looking for a new slash old challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get him back. He's had his baklava. Do they... He never made weight when he, when he came him, out the summer. Bring him home, bring him home. Bring, bring him home. home. Him and... 33 years young. Oh, him and Sam Maxim out on the wings. <laughs> Come on. We've him got vegan many... sausage rolls now. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. Him and, him and Kabai, free agents. I mean... Bring Media Bead back as well. Yeah, get them all in. <laughs> I'll get them all back. Get them all back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you. Uh, on tomorrow's show, it's Jules, Luke and Vish. But until then, say goodbye, Andy Brassel. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey Donaldson. Au revoir. And it's goodbye from me. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.